Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day on the couch, talking about all the problems of today. Welcome back to another episode of Just Therapy. I'm your host, comedian Sean Boyd, and it's another beautiful Monday evening, y'all. And we back at it. My voice is a little raspy, but it's here. It's not gone. And like I said, it's a beautiful, gloomy-ass, dreary, rainy, snowy Monday. Oh, my gosh. Like, You're wrong. I'm right. It's been warm, and then it just got cold as shit, and it snowed today. So, but yes, no, it's snow. Right. Yes, yes, I am right. Little mama over there, you know, she the co-host. But got another live episode for you. I'm excited. Good friend of mine. He is from Youngstown. He's a funny motherfucker. Give it up for my main man, all the way from Youngstown, his own couch, comedian John Huff. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm here, brother. I'm here. I am here. Thanks for joining me on the couch, man. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed by the best, bro. Hey, there you go. There you go. Okay. Another beautiful day to be alive, baby. You know, so yes, sir. Woke up on the right side of the dirt, and I can't complain, man. Can't complain. Not I feel that. at all. I mean, it, it's it's some stuff to complain about, but I will not complain. Uh, Nobody will listen that way, right? Right, right, right. We got some churches <laughs> showing up early. I love it. My guy Jordan Thomas in the building. What's going on with you, fam? Angel in the building. Hey, hey, hey. No, no, not that one. Angel in the building. <laughs> Monday for show Monday. And yeah. yeah. My guy Ryan Rogers in the building. Talking about all right, John. What's up, Ryan? Right, right. Then we got my sis, Miss KT in the building saying, hey. Yeah, shirt alive. I forgot to even type that in there. I'm, I'm gonna type it in there right now. <laughs> shirt alive, please. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to put that in. I usually put it in there early, but they beat me to the punch. Oh man, John. So what's going on, man? Let's get right into it. 
So what's going on, brother? How you doing? You all right? Oh, yeah, man. I'm good, man. Okay. Been a little rough day, man. I've been all over the place, man. But it's been a rough week, actually. But, you know, I'm holding on, man. There you go. But you're here. That's what counts, right? Maintaining. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How about you, man? I appreciate you having me on here, man. Hey, no doubt, man. No doubt. Like I said, thanks for coming to the couch, man. We always, we do this Monday, every Monday live, seven to nine. We probably don't always go to nine, but we get close to it. So, yeah. <laughs> and I enjoyed, uh, I just want to say thank you again for uh, yeah. for reaching out to me, man. Put me on that show with you, man. Like that, that, that made my heart smile, man. Like, thank oh, you. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. He talking about the, uh, the March 28th, was it 28th, 24th? I can't remember what day we did it. 25th? I don't know. I think it was the 23rd we did it. I can't remember. It was the show, the first show at the uh, 612 Event Center. It was a beautiful venue. We had a great time. It was a. It was definitely a vibe. Um, That's a great room, man. Unit Van did their damn thing, and we did ours, too. So, you know. But let's get into you, man. Let's get into you, man. Oh, KT said the 24th. Thank you. Uh, like, my dates is all running together, so. Somebody, somebody knew, you know. It's always hard to keep up with that, especially when you do so many shows. <laughs> right, right. Oh, before I forget, big shout out to Great last week. Uh, my guy Great was in the building, Michael Bradley, and we had a conversation uh, about something. And one of our couchers was like, "We was wrong," and. Little mama said I was right, and she was correct. That cut it out was on Full House. That other show she was talking about, I don't know nothing about that. Everybody know it from Full House, so that's what it is. I told you I was going to talk about that first thing. So, But let's get into you, John. How long you been doing comedy, man? Talk to me. How'd you, like, how, how long you been doing? Let's go. Uh, I've been doing, uh, it'll be 11 years in June. 11 years. Okay. All right. So it's been a hell of a journey. Okay. All right. That's what's up. It's been, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like any other job. It's got this bad and good perks, but I think the good outweighs the bad on this one. You know, always, always. I see, uh, Jamie in the building. She was on my team this past weekend. And then my good buddy, John is in the building talking about those pitches were still balls. Yes, they were still balls, but you caught them a strike, bastard. But uh, so, what what made you get into what made you get into comedy, man? I've always had an ear for comedy, man. Ever since I was a kid, man. Uh, I remember the first actual stand-up I remember watching. I remember it was uh, Martin Lawrence. You so crazy? Okay. Good. I had to sneak to watch it. I was like, uh, I think I was like eight years old when it came out. And I remember I snuck downstairs and watched it one night. I was just like, I was so amazed of like how uh, how funny Martin was. And then as I got older, I remember my mother had this. Uh, we used to watch the uh, the reruns of Sanford or something. Okay, great show by the way. And uh, my mother had this Red Fox tape. Okay. And I I remember I grabbed the one that said, "Mom, I want to watch this." He said, "Boy, you can't watch no Red Fox. Are you crazy." I'm like 11 or 12 years old. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with Red Fox? Like, I didn't think he was like that kind of comedian because when I watch you on the show, he always seemed like clean cut. And she said, no, you can't watch it. Yeah, that was TV. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, 
I actually sneak and watch it when she be at work, and then one day I got busted. My older sister told on me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> my mother went off. <laughs> but man, it's definitely uh, <clears throat> I started uh, it was a mic out here. Uh, you remember uh, Shakers Liberty? I do, I do. Yeah, yep. they had those comedy. They had those comedy contests out there. Yeah, that's actually where I started. Shakers was the first place I performed at. I did the uh. The open mic kickoff. Okay. And I remember it was back in uh, 2012. I was trying to get on that contest, too, because I remember they was giving out like $500. And he, uh, yeah. the dude that was running it, uh, Rick Cribbley, he's like, you're not really experienced enough. We can't put you on the contest, but we'll let you do the open mic. And then two weeks before that open mic, I like literally like, I barricaded myself in the house, like just studying, watching Richard Pryor, watching Cosby. Okay. I mean, I really like dedicated myself. Like, I'm gonna do this, man. I'm gonna do this. I want to like, cause everybody always said like you can do stand up because you're funny. You know, you get those signs like you should do comedy. But I'm like, I don't know because it's different when you tell the jokes to your boys that you gotta go in front of a whole like another world where you gotta tell it to complete strangers. Absolutely. And you know, there's a certain art and method to stand up comedy. So that was something that I really had to study before I stepped on that stage. Okay. Like, I had to take it serious. Okay. And That's I think from, like, the first time till now, man, I, the first time, I remember, it was, uh, it was like 18 comics on it. I was, like, the last comic. And by the time I got up there, it was late, and I was super drunk. <laughs> well, I still did good for, like, five, seven minutes. I got, like, a little bit of laughs. But, you know, I caught the bug from there. Okay. And, you know, I've been... Trying to, you know, better myself with it. You know, I still feel like it's some cuts and scratches here and there, but I love it, man. That's what's up. It's it's funny that you mentioned Red Fox. So uh, my dad used to have the Red Fox and Richard Pryor album where they were on there together. I think like one side was Richard Pryor, one side was Red Fox. This was like when I, I don't even think I was born yet. Uh, and he had the album. And then I guess... A little bit after I was born, my mom convinced him to throw it away so we wouldn't, you know, get to it or whatever like that. And then when I finally became a comedian, he was kicking himself in his ass like I should have never got rid of that because you would have loved that album. And I was like, I mean, but, you know, you 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 let her convince you to throw it away like you should have known. You know, I came out the womb. No, I, I, I was going to say, jokes, but that ain't true. But. Yeah, yeah, you, you, know, listen you, know to how, you know how them better halves will definitely make you do something you don't want to do, but you do it to keep the peace. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, oh, for, like no lies detected on that one. <laughs> all, day, all day, right, right, right. <laughs> First, gonna say you guys to uh, should be sore as heck today. Yeah, I am. Oh my gosh, I'm sore as shit. Uh, Dylan, what's going on with you, brother? Thanks for coming to the couch, man. Appreciate you. So. You you started eleven years ago, which is dope. And um, I know I remember I met you a while ago, right? I don't know. I think it was on Facebook, but we never. Uh, like I was supposed to be on a couple shows back a while ago, and I think I had to cancel because uh, I had a you know out of town gig or whatever. But um, and then finally being able to see you host on my show, it, it was definitely a pleasure and a long time coming to be able to see you do your thing. And I was definitely impressed, man. 
you know, you looked very comfortable up there. I mean, after 11 years, you should be. But there are some people that's been in it 10 years, seven and eight years and 15 years that still just don't have that comfortable uh, comfortability on stage. So uh, kudos to you, brother. Kudos to you. So like, thank you. Man. So you, you started at, you know, you want to do it at a young age from starting watching other comics. Right. But and then you got into it, did the open mic or whatever. But what what kept you motivated to keep going and to keep getting better in this comedy game? Uh, I think it just I look at it like it's a gift from God. You know, like any gift you get from God, you gotta you know, you gotta make it better always. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I take, like any job I do like period, I take it serious, you know. And I, I don't like to half-ass. I don't like to do it average. I'm always I'm old school, so it's like everything with me got to be like 100. percent Okay. I don't take nothing less than 100. Thanks. You know, like I've had times where you know it gets discouraging, and you know I'm about to quit. Ain't nobody, you know. But it's like you you got that love, though. It's like man, and I think the best way that that keeps me like when I see like people like. Yeah. People that I admire and cherish, like when I watch like old Richard Pryor stand-ups, Eddie Murphy, uh, even watching you, like, Sean, you amazing on stage, dude. And one thing I like about you is that you, uh, you're great with people, man. I love your stage presence. Appreciate it. Like when I watch comments like you and like all the, you know, vets, man, I'd be like, man, I can't quit. <laughs> I gotta keep better in myself, man. I gotta stay on that pin. I gotta keep watching all the uh, legends. You know, I gotta still first. Still hit these. I still hit these open mics too here and there. Like, I still love open mics personally. A lot of comics act like they're too big for open mics, but mm -hmm. but you need that. That's uh, that's like our gym. You know what I mean? When we it uh, is. It's the, it's the it's definitely the gym. <clears throat> Get us ready for the big shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I used to be like that uh, as far as like not hitting the open mics. I would hit the open mics every now and then uh, just, you know, work out some new stuff. Or if I ain't been on stage in like a week and a half or whatever, or two weeks, I hit a hit an open mic before before a show. But um, just, you know, time, man, you know, especially now, like being a single dad, man, I. All, all my time go to my daughter and if you know so you know when i don't have her you know which is rare but when i don't you know i try to hit an open mic here and there um i started i started i did i started doing it more lately um but the open mic i like to hit is uh crackpots comedy club on thursday nights um the reason why is you know i know the owner chris kettler good dude uh, some people, you know, everybody got their own opinion of everybody, but uh, for for him to give me 20 minutes always when I come down there for an open mic, I mean, that's like, it let me get loose instead of just doing five or seven minutes. So, and then being like, you know, kind of a, a vet, kind of a vet, you know, because it's only 14 years. I still ain't no vet vet, but. <laughs> oh, okay. 
but just you know being able to get your flow in and you know because five you know with, with us you know you do five minutes you really ain't even warmed all the way up you got to hit them fast you know and you be trying to work out some new stuff so i definitely appreciate him doing the 20 minute spots for me everybody else don't get 20 minutes but <laughs> but it's always a good time though man so yeah. so tell us go ahead my bad oh no i said it'd be like that sometimes like, i'm even like that like when i have uh when I do my shows, like everybody got their favorites. So a lot of the, uh, a lot of times when I put my shows, like I know my personal favorites. Like sometimes I let them go over, especially if I know they're gonna kill it. Yeah. But like that's real cool that he let you do a, uh, he let you go over your time. You definitely deserve it. Like, you know, like oh, yeah, five minutes. Yeah. That's like. I appreciate it. Five minutes don't be enough, man. I can't. I always tell people I can't even take a shit in five minutes. Let alone. <laughs> I don't um, like it either. Like especially if I gotta like go out of town. Like I like to do at least like uh, at least like ten minutes at least. Yeah, I did the uh, crack pot room before. That's actually a great room. Like, it's a, it's a beautiful room. Good venue. Ryan Rogers, my guy. He's like, yes, sir. Crack pot's comedy club. Maslin just announced I'm taking over the hosting duties on Thursday nights. Nice. That's what's up. Uh, that's what's up, Ryan. I got <laughs> Ryan with us too on uh, May 13th for the uh, Eastside Civic show too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I seen him uh, tag me in something talking about uh, I, I'll be there, and I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I was like, um, I will, because I, I didn't know what he was talking about. But yeah, I'll be there at that show. <laughs> 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 oh shit! And you get you you get to doing shows and booking shit. You sometimes like I said, it's in my calendar. But like when he yeah, said I mean, it, what the hell he was talking about? I'm like, what is you talking about? Like I got it, I got it down in the calendar. So you know, it's it's in pen. You know what I'm saying? So oh yeah, I'd be the same way, man. It's hard to keep up with all that stuff. I was thinking I mean like a uh, like an agent or an assistant or something, man. <laughs> Real. Let me let me ask you this. So what's what's next for comedian John Huff? What's going on? What's next for you, brother? As far as uh, upcoming shows or just period. What's next? Upcoming shows, your you know, your next step in your craft or you know, getting bookers or what whatever. Like what's what's next for comedian John Huff? Well, I know uh not this Saturday, but next Saturday I got a show at the Eastside Civics. Saturday, okay. April 29th at nine o'clock. Five dollar admission. Uh, right on the south side of Youngstown, I got a, uh, I got some great performers on that one. I got uh, Malcolm Floyd, uh, Eris Gardena, Keith Kendall, uh, a lady I met out okay, and uh, at Ryan's, uh, at the spot Ryan does, uh, uh, the Patinay Art Center. Okay. Her name is Amanda Lamb. She's very funny, and there's a couple other people on there that's like hilarious, and. Okay. Uh, What's next for me? Uh, you know, I got some shows coming. I got another show I'm doing uh, with the Funny Farm Comedy Club. I partnered up with the owner, uh, Dave Robich. We're going to be Dave doing... Dave Robich, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be partnered up uh, running this venue called Monks out in Struthers, Ohio. Okay. And I'm hosting that one. And uh, I got my dude from Detroit. He's featuring. His name is uh, JD the Smile Hustler. Very funny. And the headliner is I don't know if you're aware of him. His name is uh, Pete George. Um, I'm not hip. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's a comedian and he plays the guitar, man. He he does both of it on his set and it's like, it's very funny. Nice, nice. And the website for it to get it is uh, thefunnyfarmcomedyclub.com. 
Okay. That's your voice sounds. I'll just read that comment right quick. I almost laughed. <laughs> but uh what's up next? What I really want to do, man. I haven't told too many people this, man. I'm looking to kind of uh I'm just looking to step up my production a little bit, man. Like I just want to start doing bigger shows. Okay. I actually, I actually want to look into like opening up an actual my own comedy club, man. Nice. Nice. That's what's up. Brother just got to get his credit up. That's the only thing. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, they got them small business loans, you know, look into them, man. It's it's definitely a lot to run a club, though. I'll tell you that. It's a, it's a lot to run a room. Oh, like, yeah, man. A whole club, so. Oh, yeah. I don't even know, like, the stress I go through just running a room. So I know, like, running a whole entire venue, man, that would be. I know I can do it, but I know it's just hell behind it. <laughs> definitely definitely that's what's up man that's what's up man so uh superstar helena star jumped in the on the couch what's going on with your sis then she said your voice sounds way better the funny part is it's been back because she was on two weeks ago maybe three i can't i can't remember this the the podcast it, that shit roll over too but um, and I ain't have no voice uh, when she was on. I think that was two weeks ago. Um, no voice at all. And uh, I got it back that weekend. And um, I'm kind of it's, it's kind of losing it. But I, I prepared myself for what I had going on this weekend. Matter of fact, we'll, we'll get into it into the recap. But um, uh, so the, the recap. We always do this, you know, tell you what going on, what, you know, in our life for our weekends and whatever, what we just went through. But um, I play in this softball charity tournament every year. That's the uh, shirt I got on. Let me see. Hold on. Let me go this way and then my name in the way. But uh, NTD Super Draft. Um, and it it is always a blast. It's something I do every single year. Only Super Draft tournament I play in every year. It's up in Mineral, Ohio. Uh, I've been doing that for like the past eight years, and the uh, president of it is, uh, uh, he go by Cracker Jackson on Facebook, but his name is Dave, um, but it's always funny when I be looking for him, I, I be running, walking around yelling Cracker, and all the white people look at me, but I'm looking for <laughs> a specific Cracker, but, um, <laughs> but uh, it, it was just, it was cool because um, the, the tournament always benefits somebody in need, somebody in the softball community that's in need every year is for somebody. And our guy, Dave, uh, uh, you know, he, he was in remission for the longest, uh, battling his fight with cancer. And, um, so he, he had to go through some things right now where he's going to be, you know, off of work for a little bit. So we want to do a surprise fundraiser for him. And every year I ask him, I say, hey, let me do a comedy show for the kickoff party. And he, you know, it's always so busy. He's like, oh, let me check with the board, blah, blah, blah. And then this was the last and final year under that name. And lo and behold, I did a comedy show, uh, but it was to benefit him. And it was a beautiful turnout. I did double duty. I hosted and I uh, closed it out. Um I had three other comedians there with me. Levi Davis, a.k.a. Church Boy. That guy's funny. Um, mm -hmm. Teddy Bruno, my guy, funny as shit. And then 
my big sis Katrina Brown was in the building and she's just flat out fucking hilarious. I, Katrina is hilarious. I always hilarious. Have. And then I closed the show out and it was cool because, you know, that softball community, we, we so tight knit and just, you know, just talking shit uh, about, you know, some of the people that we play softball with was so much fun because uh, this one girl, she's always drunk every year. So I had to, you know, blast her and tell her to shut up a couple of times because she was being loud while Levi was on stage. But but we definitely had a great time. It was definitely a, a money, raise money for a good cause. And it, it was just dope. And then uh, Saturday started the uh, tournament. I had to be there at seven o'clock because I was one of the coaches. So I was up early and we literally played softball all day, drank all day, laughed all day, hugged, took pictures. It was just it, it, it was 20 teams at this tournament, you know, and it, it's just always a blast. Uh, you know, I know all the umpires and they, they all cool. And um, so it, it, it was fun. So what my dude was talking about is they were using the mat for the strike. So this one pitcher. Matter of fact, what's going on, Billy? Thanks for jumping in, man. Um, he was one of the umps, and then John Birch was one of the umps. He he was in here earlier. I, th- I don't know if he's still here or not, but Billy got me with got got a, got a, got me the first time. But uh, my guy Crazy was pitching, and he a lefty, and he got this nasty curve, but it was curving around the plate <laughs> and hitting the mat. Which in you know in tournament ball when I'm umping. It's not a strike. Like, you know, I mean, there's no mat in tournament ball, and it went around the plate. But since it hit the mat, that's what they were calling a strike. And I and I will call a time every time and look at the up and be like, come on, man. I know, I know the mat is a strike, but you know that ain't no damn strike. But he got me <laughs> twice. He got me one on Saturday and then one yesterday. And it was a nasty pitch, but I was like, ah, oh, you motherfucker. But it was a good pitch, but. It, it was definitely a fun time, man. Then yesterday was the last day uh, we played. We ended up playing one, just one more game. We played four on Saturday. I ended up uh, helping an, another team. So I played five Saturday, and then we played one yesterday. Uh, we didn't come in last, but we came in 20th. So we we tried our hardest, and uh, we have 14 players on our team, 25 first basemen. Uh, which made no sense at all. So we just kept trying <laughs> to figure out where people could play and stick to. But but the main thing was, like I told them, I just want to make sure everybody has fun. And we had fun, and that's what count, even though we lost every damn game we played. <laughs> uh, but everybody still had a good time. And, and, you know, and, and that's what it is. And by the time I got back home, I, was, uh, I had to tell little mama I wasn't feeling good, but I was still a little tipsy, so. And I was like, I'm not driving to go get her. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I just let her stay at her mom one more night because I was like, I'm not driving 40 minutes tipsy um, and then had to drive back. I'm like, you know, I got to be an adult and hey, I wouldn't do that make, make that call. And then she was pissed at me for not coming to get her. But I'm like, you'll get over it. It's all right. Uh, Ryan said, man, your voice been bad since December. Yeah, because like shit, November, <laughs> like, I lost my voice in November when I was sick. He also said, JD, man, I love him. Such a positive dude. Uh, Helena Starr said last week, LOL. And then she said, oh, no, two weeks. Yeah, it was two weeks. Uh, Billy said, uh, my guy, appreciate you. Uh, where? Oh, Carol in the building. What's going on? And then Helena said, I should hop in with y'all for a few seconds. Come on in. I'll send you an invite. 
Uh, Billy was like, ring you up. Yeah. Oh, hold up. Hold up. My guy, Tails on the ground, finally came back to the couch. I don't know if he was boycotting us or what the fuck was going on. He used to be here every Monday. Your punk ass, but it's good to see you. I can't wait to see you in person, brother. He said, I'm coming for your ass on Fridays. Yeah, we start uh, fall <laughs> spring ball on Friday. Y'all go get y'all ass up. I got a good team. You know what it is. Um, and then Carol said, I'm telling. Uh, but how, how was your weekend, man? What happened with you this weekend, brother? Oh, this weekend, I was actually, uh, I had two shows, man. Uh, I had one in Cleveland at uh, the Old World Tavern. Okay, that that's a nice venue, too. Yeah, man, we had a good time, though. It was ran by uh, Lex Vegas. Shout out to him, man. Good dude. Red Line good. Radio every Thursday, 7 to 8. Check him out. Check him out. That's my guy. Like, we used to be with Red Line, but we had to part ways. It was a mutual split, but... I'm still cool with everybody over on Red Line. So, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Lex Vegas. He do the yeah, Lex cool Vegas too. show every Thursday, 7 to 8, though. But go ahead. My bad. Oh, no, you good, bro. Uh, yeah, I just uh, met him, like, about a month ago or two, man. Real good dude, man. He booked me for the show, paid me. And it was good turnout, too. A lot of people. We had a lot of comics, too. It was me, Kevin Ford, uh, Bill Stone. Okay. Uh, Marco Torres, he came through. Uh, he had... Uh, one lady up there named Shara, I forgot her last name, but she was very funny. Okay. And uh, Rich Green closed out the show. It was it was hilarious. And then uh, yesterday I did an open mic out here at Tangiers. Okay. Tangiers Bar and Pizza. I think that's what it's called. But uh, yeah, it was a good turnout, too. A couple of comics came through. Uh, Jason Monterno and Aaron Scardina came through, and they like they killed it. What's up? I ain't seen Jason in a minute. Oh yeah, Jason be all over the place, man. <laughs> yeah, good dude. He's one of the best though, man. Like, he's like one of the hardest working dudes. Like he be, like, he goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah Jason, I a good dude. I, had, I actually wish I had his uh, his ambition. Like, <laughs> hey, all it all it takes is to turn that shit up, bro. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Turn it up. That's it, man. That's all it takes. It's just hard for me to like really like uh at the moment really pursue standing power I want because I gotta work. Like comedy's going good for me, but it ain't necessarily paying the bills just yet. You know okay. I mean? Still gotta work these nine to fives. Okay. Yeah. I but mean I'm I always keep it, I always keep a day job, but when when that road calls, I'm out. They already know I'm gone. <laughs> Flat out. Yeah, but I tell, uh, you know, a lot of comics go through the same thing, but I tell them, like, if you're really serious about stand-up, I know you're working, I know you got your kids, you need to make a make it a point, make it a, a duty to be on stage at least once a month if you're serious about it. Yeah, yeah, at least, at least, yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah, so your weekend sound like it was filled, that's what's up. Yeah, so we got to, uh, so... <clears throat> Shit, like I'm 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 struggling, but I'm here. All right, so we, we got a segment called uh one childhood memory. I almost went too fast. Uh we always like for the for the uh couchers to get into our past, especially our guest past with a childhood memory. Uh this week, my childhood memory is gonna be about uh the time I got arrested for a BB gun. Man, that shit was stupid as hell. 
Oh, dumb snap. as hell. So we outside of my house, and my dude, he's driving at the time. We still like 16. I don't even think we were 17 yet, but uh, my and my dude had a BB gun that looked like a nine millimeter. Do you remember those BB guns? Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, them motherfuckers looked like real guns, but it was a BB gun, right? And we was uh in my driveway shooting the BB gun at a pop can or whatever, and you know, just being kids, you know what I'm saying? Then uh, I think dude wanted something to drink uh, from the store. So we, you know, me, him and another guy, we jumped in the car and was riding to the store. And uh, next thing you know, we seen a cop, you know, and like behind us and, you know, we didn't think nothing of it, you know, cause he got licensed and we ain't doing shit. And uh, they came up behind us. And then next, thing you know, it was like four cars in front of us and five cars behind us. And, they got guns drawn and telling us to turn the car off and get out the car and put your hands up and all that shit. And yeah, that shit was crazy. So they had us like walking backwards with our hands up. I got snatched up by the neck. They almost, you know, broke my damn chain and shit. But uh, and we so we went to jail over a BB gun because I guess uh, some some kids was walking down the hill and seen us shooting a pop can and said we had a, a, a real gun. And I'm like, dude, like there was no no police calls about shots fired. My neighbor was outside the whole time. Old white cat, cool as fuck, Mr. Lee. He was, I mean, Mr. Taylor. And he was cool as shit. Like he, he watching us shoot the pop can. So it's like, <laughs> like, how is it a gun? And so we end up going to jail for a BB gun, but getting charged like, like we had a gun, it, man. That shit was stupid. We had to, I had to get a lawyer and waste money out of save for weed and all that shit. And it was, <laughs> how it was how old kid. was you? Uh, I was 16, 17, something like that. But yeah, it was, it was just, it, it, it was a fucked up situation. And uh, luckily, like Miss KT said, yeah, luckily it, that it didn't turn me rice your ass. I know. Um, but yeah, so we. Got away with, I mean, like, it wasn't really nothing to get away with. It was just, you know, we was being kids. We had a BB gun, but we got charged like we had a gun. And I had to get a lawyer and all that shit. But we walked away from it, so that was the good thing. But it was still some bullshit. So that is my one childhood memory for the week. So, uh, John, John, go and give us a childhood memory. It can be funny, crazy. It, it don't matter. Give us a childhood memory, brother. Childhood memory? All right, where do I start? Man, a lot of my uh, childhood memories involve me getting whooped. <laughs> I used to get the whoops. I remember I got in trouble for uh, fighting somebody. And I got suspended for three days, right? So uh, my mother said, go down in the basement. So I go down in the basement. <laughs> and then she says, uh, she comes down with this uh, extension cord. And she says, now, uh, take off all your clothes. I'm... <laughs> oh, shit. That's that ass. That's going to hurt. <laughs> so, like, uh, I get ready to uh, take my shirt off. And in the process of why I'm taking my shirt off, I run, I run upstairs. I literally ran like, <laughs> like a damn <laughs> And while I'm running up the stairs, like, she... She ran towards the stairs. 
and she swiped me on the back with it real hard. Oh. Right. <laughs> but I was still running though, like. <laughs> so I ran outside and uh I'm on the porch the whole time. And she said, You gonna you can stay like right out there. I said, I'll give you I'm gonna give you a cover and a blanket. And she said, I'm going to give you a cover and a pillow. You can just sleep. I had like We had like a little lawn chair on the porch. Uh-huh. Right, so I ended up falling asleep on this chair, right? Like 3, 4 in the morning, man. My mother rushed me <laughs> right on that chair. <laughs> she stands <laughs> over me. She stands over me and starts beating down. The- <laughs> right on the porch, man, at like 3, 4 in the morning. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy! <laughs> and then she said, "Get your ass back in the house and get to bed." <laughs> <laughs> Not before you got that ass whooping, though. <laughs> I had to be like nine or ten years old. <laughs> I had my brother pull a gun on me one time, man. Oh shit! <laughs> I got so many. I got good childhood memories, and I got bad ones too, man. Everybody got bad ones. I think all mine was good. Even my ass whoopings. I deserved them all. So <laughs> I didn't mean to put these the one out there, yeah. But she uh yeah, she drew a gun on me when I was like nine or ten. You know, I grew up old school. That's just how uh you know she was raised the same way. Like her mom, I think she told me her mom did the same to her, so she kind of had like that same mentality. Like, I gotta let you know early, like right. <laughs> Feeling bad and you quit. Yeah. <laughs> like I brought you in. I brought you in this world. I take you out. Right. Right. Yeah. One, uh, one of those situations. Right. Carol will say, "Damn, I remember them in stitching cords." Yeah. Oh, those yeah. are the worst. I used to actually. Uh, every time I used to get in trouble in school, and I know I was gonna get a whooping, and my mom be at work, I would take all the stitching cords and hide them. Right. Somehow she still find them though for some. Like strange, <laughs> I think she'll start catching up. Like, That's you know, crazy. You like, you know, she'll rip the house apart trying to find one. I'm like, oh, she found it again. Like, damn, That's I do not, <laughs> I do not know how to hide shit. I mean, stuff. I didn't mean to cuss one of your daughter. No. What do you mean? She like be in the living room. She can hear me. Like, I mean, you know, she. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad because in front of kids, man. Like, I try to. <laughs> Try to be a, a decent role model. Right. Carol gonna say is your mom from the south? Oh nah. She's from Youngstown. No, okay. South South side of Youngstown. That's just as bad. <laughs> south side. South side of Youngstown. That's hilarious. All right. Uh our next subject is we always like to do this. I know uh too many of us are conditioned to give people flowers while they dead and gone. We like to give people flowers while they're still here so they can actually smell those roses. So we do a segment called Flowers While They're Still Here. Uh, this week, my flowers is going to go to uh, my my new uh, my new tokens that uh, played with me this week uh, weekend on my team. Um, so I love how they do this tournament because they put random people with you, the people that you don't know. I only knew three people on my team out of 14 people. So... I got to meet and get to know some cool individuals I can consider family, and we had a ball. So, uh, like I said, we it was only 20 teams. We didn't come in last. We came in 20th, 
but we had fun doing it and we started to get the bats going, but it was a little too late, but we had a great time. And I want to give all the whole team, Nate flowers, because no one really got like we, a couple people got a little frustrated, but they never showed it. They never complained. They never, we never argued with each other or anything like that. No matter how many balls was missed at first base, nobody got mad. We continued to have fun, continue to laugh, continue to stay motivated. And for that reason, I am giving everybody on my team, team token, they flowers because y'all deserve it so much for sticking with me. I'm, I wish we could have won more games, but I guess it wasn't in the cards for us to win more games, but I definitely want to give all of y'all, y'all flowers, man. Y'all getting y'all flowers today. John, who you giving flowers to, brother? I'm going to give flowers to, you know, I admit, it's been a rough couple months for me, but I got like real, like, loyal friends and family who's been there for me, man. So I want to give my flowers first off to my sisters. Because no matter what, through the storm I go through, man, bad or good, my sister, Kaylin Huff and Adrian Huff, they're like always there for me, always, man. There's not a time where they're not. Are we good? Can you hear? Yeah, 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 my bad. I thought uh, it was some sound issues going on, my bad. But, yeah, I give my flowers to them. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give my flowers to everybody who's been helping me with uh, my comedy journey, like you, uh, even uh, Ryan, like, putting me on the, the Canton show, you and uh, and all the comedians that I work with, period. Like, I give these cast flowers, too. A lot of them, they come out pay. A lot of them come out for free, too. And a lot of them show a lot of them showed me recently uh that they my real friends too, like out like outside of comedy. They're not just like my uh acquaintance acquaintance. Uh they're not associates, they're like actually my real friends. Some of them are. And That's some true. of them showed me recently. And there's uh there's a few that I fell out with uh lately. You know, like it hurt a little bit, but uh, at the same time, though, it's like that's just like a test. You know, like anytime you go to the store, man, you go always find out who your real friends is and who ain't. And I found that out recently. So the people who's been sticking with me these past couple of weeks is the people I give my flowers to, man. Y'all giving y'all flowers today. Carol Al's gonna say I'm giving myself flowers. She crazy. <laughs> I almost got a little emotional there, man. Like <laughs> eyes watery. I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I ain't about to call Sean, man. <laughs> hey, it's cool. That's why it's called just therapy, brother. We talk about everything, man. You know, uh, my so flowers. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying I gotta give flowers to God too, man. God has been there for me uh throughout my whole trial tribulations, man, through everything. So Flowers definitely go out to the man above as well. There you go. There you go. That's what's up. 
But yeah, let's get into it. Uh, our first uh, story, uh, they kind of like combined because, uh, you know, shit going on. And but, I mean, it's, it's stuff we got to talk about. That's why I call it just therapy, because sometimes we can't always come with the funny stories, even though we do come with funny stories. We come with the real stories as well. So uh, our first uh, our first topic, uh, officers plead not guilty in Ronald Green's deadly arrest. Uh, this was five Louisiana law enforcement officers pleaded not guilty Tuesday to state crimes in the deadly 2019 arrest of Ronald Green. A deaf authorities initially blamed on a car crash before long suppressed body camera video showed white officers beating, stunning and dragging the black motors as he wailed. I'm scared. Uh, the arraignment came nearly five months after the grand jury handed up a list of charges ranging from uh, negligent homicide to obstruction and uh, oh shit, mouthiness. Sorry, y'all. Uh, the first indictments related to Green's by uh, bloody death on the roadside in rural northeast Louisiana. Green's family and several supporters attended a brief proceedings in Union Parish calling for justice to be served nearly four years after Green's death. Uh, Green's mother said, bring it on, um, told reporters outside the courthouse. Charged in the case are four current and former Louisiana State Police troopers and Union Parish Sheriff's deputy who responded to Green's arrest, facing the most serious charges, including negligent homicide. It's Master uh, Trooper Corey York, who was seen on the body camera footage, dragging Green by his ankles uh, shackles, putting his foot on his back to force him down and leaving the heaviest man face down in the dirt for more than nine minutes. Wow. <sighs> I don't understand why cops do that. Like, all you got to do is just handcuff him and just, I mean, most of us will listen to you. Like, you just say, stay down. We're going to stay down. Why you got to put your foot on our back? Like, I seen that like live one time too. I'm like, seriously, why? What's the point of you putting, why you got to put your foot on the man's back? He can't move, like handcuffed. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, squirrel away? And you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he laying face down with his uh, with his hands cuffed behind him. Like, and they had this guy. They got they had this guy cuffed by his feet too. So it's like he ain't running nowhere. It's like even so, if you have handcuffs on and you running, you ain't gonna get too fucking far. And yeah. my whole thing is like, even what if you do do? run, catch him, put his ass in the damn car. Why keep playing judge, jury, and executioner in the fucking street? Like, I mean, I just, I don't know, man. It, it, it just keep going on and it keep going on and keep going on. Like, uh, we, like I said, we got two tied into one. Grand jury came back today, uh, declines to indict Akron police officers and killing uh, Jalen Walker. Um, uh, special grand jury in Ohio declined to indict the Akron police officers who fatally shot Jalen Walker, a 25-year-old black man, dozens of times after a car chase and foot chase last year. The grand jury concluded the officers were legally justified in their use of force, according to the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. The indictment took place, oh, excuse me, the incident took place just after midnight, uh, June 27, 2022, uh, when police initiated a traffic stop of an 05 Buick vehicle with a broken license, uh, license plate light, according oh. to authorities, 
The driver of the vehicle, later identified as Walker, drove away from officers and fired a gunshot from his vehicle during the car chase, according, according to police. Walker then exited the vehicle wearing a ski mask and led police on a foot chase, ignoring commands to stop and show his hands. Yo said he then made a motion that officers interpreted it as threatening, leading to the shooting, Yo said. Uh, he reached for his waistband and what several officers described as a cross-draw motion, planted his foot and turned towards the officers while raising his hands. Only then did officers fire, believing Mr. Walker was firing again at them. And the crazy part about it, they shot so many times. It's like, how? Like, how? Like, how? Like Miss KT said, it's all bullshit. Definitely all bullshit. Uh, they, they create unions and laws to protect their own asses and people are tired flat out, flat out, because it, it just don't make no, it just don't make no sense why it just keep happening over and over and over and over and over again. And then you, uh, and then people say, oh, well, don't, don't, don't resist, just comply. Bullshit. It's been too many people that comply and still die. So it's exactly. like, what do you mean? Like, come on. Enough is enough. Like the shit is just getting old. Yeah, you can't win for thinking at all. <laughs> it's been happening since what the 60s, 70s, decades, man. Like, long, what are we gonna do about stuff? Long man? before that. Long yeah, some before of these, that. Some of these cops are uh I know some of them probably like mentally messed up because I know they come some of them come straight out the army. Yep. And they got that, what's that called? That PTSD? PTSD. Yeah. And I know that, like, that's a serious disease to have, man. Like, I don't think if you got that, you should be a cop because I think, like, even, like, the little stain would make them probably, like, go for the gun. Like, you go in your pocket. You go in your pocket just to go, like, give them your ID or something. They may think you about to pull out a gun. They still may shoot you, like. I don't know, man. I think a lot of them need like mental help, you know, if you ask me. Yeah, definitely. Or and they don't need to be on the street. They probably just need to be pushing papers or something or I don't know, but go ahead, Sean. No, you good. No, you good, man. You good. You ain't got to say sorry. Go ahead. Keep going, man. Oh, that's all I was going to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Miss <laughs> yeah, KT said 90 shots rang out because I remember we talked about this on the podcast. Uh, right after it happened. And it was just, it was just sad. She also said it went from slavery to this with no system change, just the name change. Yeah, absolutely right. And she said, our black skin looks like a weapon to them, which fucking sucks, dude. Like it just, it, it, it really doesn't make any sense whatsoever for this shit to continue to keep happening over and over and over and over again. I mean, it's just sad. And when you were talking about PTSD, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always give big ups to my uh, to our troops that serve our country because I know I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? They give us the right to be able to talk shit on stage and do what we do. So I definitely salute them. And, you know what I'm saying? So, but like you said, some do come back and go straight to being law enforcement because you know, the government don't do that much for veterans as it is, which sucks in its own right. Yeah. Um, PTSD is something serious, man. You know, I'm in insurance. I'm in life insurance. You know, you can't even get 
life insurance if you've taken medicine for PTSD? They won't even give it to you. I didn't even know that. You won't, you won't even you won't even get through underwriting. Crazy. Yep. And they got it from serving our fucking country. And the government still don't want to do uh, the, the shit they supposed to do for veterans, let alone and, the shit they need to do to, you know, reform some of the laws and, you know, hold people accountable and just have the proper training to where the person does not have to die in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go through the proper steps to get justice. Like, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what they say, what they do. They don't deserve to get their life taken. It don't matter what color they are. No one deserves to get their life taken in the street like that and not have justice and not be able to see the judge and not be, you know, ha uh, be held accountable by, you know, 12 of his own peers, you know, in the jury system. It's just they lose right there and there. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make any sense anymore. Like Carol said, the government is full of shit. It's always been full of shit. They all pop yeah, up, I, I agree with that. All no lie detected on that one. Yeah, yeah. But it, it just, it, it keeps saddening me that you, you see this shit so often. You know what I'm saying? Where you got to tell your kids, hey, you know, and, and you got to put your hands out the window before they even walk up on you or put them on the steering wheel to make sure the shit doesn't happen. And sometimes it still fucking happens. You know what I'm saying? That's why I stay prayed up all the time. I see my nephew in the building, Pitt. What's going on, Pitt? My guy says, when people start fi uh, firing back and use the same narrative as the PD, I fear for my life. Then what will court say or rule is justice? Ooh, man. Listen, that right there, that right there, because seriously, you know what I'm saying? I fear for my life, so I, you know, like, what am I supposed to do? I feared for my life. So is it justified, you know? Daddy. I don't know that, uh, Daddy. with them cops, you know, that being paranoid is a mug. It's, it's definitely a motherfucker, uh, how paranoid they are. And shit, they may be paranoid, like, I put my hands like, everywhere in the air. I be waving them like, <laughs> like I'm dancing or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. My guy Timmy in the building. Tim Buck two in the building. He said, "What's up, Miss KT? What up, SB? What's going on, Tim? Hey. What's up, Tim? I just yeah. met him on Saturday at the show too, man. Cool brother. Yeah. I like him. Tim, Timmy, a good dude, man. That's my guy, man. Definitely my guy. Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, that's my guy. So, yeah, it just it just sucks. Um, all the shit that you know go on. Um, yeah, Timmy, he just said that. He said I just met. He said I met Timmy Saturday. He, Tim said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> couchers, let let it you know chime in on what you think on what's going on with this with the Ronald Green and the uh, Jalen Walker situation. I know Miss KT and and Pitt chimed in and Carol chimed in. Chime in, y'all. We'll read the. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll read what's going on. And it's just then it's just our opinions. It's no, you know, no argument on no side or whatever. But I mean, you see you, everybody see what's happening. So, you know, but if you do, you know, you want to say something, please say something. It's, you, it's an open floor on this on this podcast. Uh, what? Uh, say until we find a way 
to overhaul this weak ass justice system, no change will happen. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. Agree with that one, yeah, because it's definitely weak. Shit don't shit don't get done. You you get one that go the right way, and that's it. Like, what's the one situation I remember seeing on the news when uh the black cop shot the uh was he on a motorcycle? Or he shot him. They said it was like over his wife or something. I, I don't know. That, I don't. I don't know what that one is. I had to look that. I up. think it happened like in a. I don't know if it happened in the South Tennessee, but it was like I think it was like all like five black officers. They beat the hell out of one black dude. It wasn't no motorcycle involved though. And they were saying uh, one of the co- I guess he was sleeping with one of the cops' wives or something. No, I wanted to be a wife. It was one of the uh, his kids' mom that they wanted to be together no more. But it wasn't nothing about a motorcycle. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had that twisted they, they, up. They, no, yeah, no, you good. And they got indicted super fast. Uh, Miss KT say our city police force, fire department, and educational system is broken. Definitely. Uh, and then she also said people used to be required to live in their city, and now they don't. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, it, it's it's just sad what's going on, man. I just I just pray for everybody and the, the people that's lost, the families, the every you know what I'm saying because it's just shit just keep it, it's like a cycle. It just keep going around the same shit just keep happening over and over again. Carol said too much shit happening definitely, and then Miss KT said yeah Memphis and no motorcycle and they were all arrested and indicted like that next day, like the next day. Yeah, so. But um, so we don't we don't know what happened in that case yet. But that shit just happened. Maybe was that the beginning of this year, Miss KT? I think it was the beginning of this year. That happened. Yeah. yeah, that made me real sad. Like, dang, like we can't even trust our own brothers on the force. Like, I mean, not. But that that was that was uh, mo- that was motivated by something else. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't just. You know, that was on some bullshit. He was pissed, and then he took pictures and sent it to the chick. You know, so that was straight because uh he, you know, he had slept with the girl that the dude wasn't even dating her no more. So that was like straight vindictive ass like, shit, you know. Like so, high school, like high school yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's so <laughs> yep. Yep. Memphis, yep. Trey Nichols, yeah, was shit. Yep, yep. Nope, brothers killing brothers. Well, I mean, that's been happening a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Trey Nichols was shot. Yeah, yep. Oh man, this shit, yeah, man. I mean, we, we sometimes we gotta talk about it. I know we can't be all uh laughs and, and great stories every week. So, but um, yeah, uh, we got more John Huff, we got more just therapy. We're gonna go on take that one and only sponsor break. Don't go nowhere. We got more to come, man. We got crazy, funny, fucked up news on deck. And we talking about Kaepernick is back in the news and they saddened by what he's saying. So hold on. Earlier this year. Yep. Miss KT. And then uh, and too many police use their badge for their own agendas. Yeah. Especially in that in that fucking case. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. So we will be back to you more just therapy coming up. But we got to pay some bills. One and only sponsor break. Don't go nowhere. More John Huff and Just Therapy coming to you. I'm SB and I'm taking us to break, baby. Oh, man. I love me some pizza. And I got the best place for you. The best pizza in 
Ohio, and I'm saying it because I mean it. Twisted Tomato Pizzeria, they got two locations. One is at 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls. Phone number is 330-928-2222. They also got another location in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. Their phone number is 330-849-5707. They got two more locations on the way coming to Stowe, but that downtown location, oh my gosh. I love it because they got the beer wall. And when I mean the beer wall, it's 36 glorious taps. I mean, they got ale, wine, IPAs, whatever you can think of is on this thing. I like to call it the Dave and Busters of beer. Because when you go in there, you put your money on the card, you walk up to the tap, and you pour as much beer as your heart desires. It's a beautiful thing. Like when it hits your lips, it's just so good. It's just so good. And then I always tell people they cater to your taste buds. And a lot of people be like, SB, what do you mean by they cater to your taste buds? I mean, whatever you want on your damn pizza or your food or your wings, whatever sauce you want, they go cater to you. I'm a cheeseless type of guy. So I always get my pizza, no cheese, extra sauce, sausage, pepperoni bacon, meatballs, like it just, it, they cater to it. And when I take that first bite, it'd be, mm, mm, bitch, like it's that damn good, y'all. I mean, it's that good. You got to try them out if you're ever in the area. And best thing about it, you get a 10% discount when you mention Just Therapy, the podcast, because they are the official sponsor of the show. So anytime you're in the Akron or Cuyahoga Falls area, make sure you check out Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. You will not be disappointed. I'm telling you, as soon as you take that first bite, you go hit me up and be like, SB, it was, mm, mm, bitch, because it's just that damn good. And y'all all know they got a slogan, if it's pizza, it's possible. Yeah, it's some good shit, y'all. Oh, man. That's and crazy. as you know, I got a show coming up here real shortly, uh, April 28th. We're back at it at the uh, 612 Event Center. It is BYOB. That means bring your own whatever the hell you're drinking, damn it. I'm hosting my girl, Little sis Miss KT is featuring, and my my guy Timmy Tim Buck too, also featuring in the headliner. I'm telling you right now, she's funny as fuck. We was just talking about her. Miss Katrina motherfucking Brown will be in the building, closing she us out, headlining, killing the damn show. And again, it's gonna be a vibe. The unit band will be there as well. They'll probably play a little bit before, but they're definitely playing after us. So come check us out. It's 25780 Miles Road, Heights, Ohio. It is behind Zeppi's Pizza. It's behind Zeppi's Pizza, okay? It's not going to be hard to find. If you remember, it's behind Zeppi's Pizza. Doors open at 730. Show starts promptly at 830. Don't be late. I'm telling you now, don't be late because we starting on time, damn it. It's going down. Come check us out, man. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And we are back.
Where, where's my hand clap? <laughs> you got me hungry for some pizza. I got you hungry for some pizza? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's how I go, man. That pizza good, man. You got to check it out, man. You got to check it out. Yeah. Caribou say, bring some water. Malcolm Floyd in the building. What's going on with you, brother? Welcome to the couch, man. Thanks for jumping on with us on Just Therapy, man. We just came back from our one and only sponsor break. Now, this is the second half of the show. We go smooth it all the way out and finish up the show, man. It's been a great show so far, man, with my guy, comedian John Huff, man. Appreciate you sticking with us, man. Definitely a pleasure having you on the show, my brother. Oh, you got you, you muted yourself, bro. You gotta you gotta unmute yourself. Oh man. my bad. No, you're all right. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, um, usually people say Stop thank you. you for me. <laughs> oh I appreciate shit. you uh reaching out, man, getting me on here, man. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. No doubt. Definitely. You were showing me love since day one so far, man. I just the love yeah. is everything, bro. Always, man. That's what I do, man. That's what I do. All right. Next, we're going to talk about uh, it. Say NFL world is saddened by Colin Kaepernick's decision. Like, they need to leave this motherfucker alone. Let him say what he want to say. They, they tripping. So, listen, Colin Kaepernick continues to talk in negative in the negative light about his adoptive parents and football fans are saddened by it, which doesn't make any sense. He can say whatever the fuck he want to say. I mean, I didn't know he was, I didn't know he was still around. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's still around. Uh, he 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 just ain't playing football no more. But uh, the NFL, the former NFL quarterback who is black, I think everybody knows that, but was adopted by white parents. He was raised by them, and went on to college, uh, get a college scholarship, and play in the NFL. However, Kaepernick has now said his parents uh, per- perpetuated. There we go, racism during his childhood. I had to close my eyes on because I know the word. Uh, he's also saying. It's difficult to tell loved ones they are per- per- perpetuating racism. Girl, if you don't go in there and eat your stuff, uh, he says, I will say I've had a lot, a lot of responses from other transracial adoptees on that front. And um, uh, key point, I didn't know they uh, called them transracial now. Um, so, okay, that's new to me. Uh, just like having similar experiences and having similar family dynamics that they're trying to navigate. And I think it's because it is so unique. Uh, it says it is very difficult for people to have a nuanced conversation around it and be like, yeah, the people that love you and that love you can also perpetuate very prejudiced ways. Uh, he was on a show, I guess, not too long ago, talking about it. It said it, it was important for me to share my story so others who've had similar experiences will feel recognized and affirmed. That's all. Uh, that, that, thanks for all your help. Uh, I hope this inspires people. Uh, hashtag change the game, available at uh, Kaepernick Publishing. Um, I don't know if it's a PR move or what's going on, but he says, uh, so your parents who adopted you, a black child, were wrong to do so. Uh, you have been better off had they not adopted and loved you. That was a question mark. Fill us in. 
Uh, or is it more like you suck at football now and can only make money by pretending to be oppressed? One fan wrote, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, somebody else said, glad my sons are nothing like you one day. When you are old and lonely, think back on how, back to how you are acting now and understand. May God be your future hope, one fan added. Another one said, wow, grew up privileged, had a great football career and made millions. Now you toss your adoptive parents under the bus. My kids did some crazy things back 25, 40 years ago that would not bother me today. But as parents, that's our job. You wrote a book to keep yourself in the public and for attention. I just find you very sad. One fan added as well. Oh my gosh! But not everyone disagrees. Uh, somebody wrote, "I am uh, I am a black woman from New Jersey, and I don't find it disrespectful at all." It was his truth on how it made him feel as a young black man. You're white. Keep your damn mouth closed until you walk in a black person's shoes. Shut the hell up. Black woman, stand with them. Stay in your lane, another fan wrote. Yeah, that, that shit got heated real fast. That went left. Oh, <laughs> uh, then <laughs> shit. But hey, yeah, so I guess I guess he's saying, you know, his his parents still uh um you know put out that racism, didn't treat him that way, but was treating other black folks that way, being racist. I mean, it happens, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, what can you do? But he's just you know expressing how he felt and this how he felt i don't understand why they so mad at him about how he felt and then the one with the one dude saying he's trying to stay relevant i mean if the nfl didn't blackball his ass he probably would still be in the nfl right now so you know yeah malcolm floyd said make sure y'all come out april 29th to the east side civic centers in yes. uh i don't know the name of that but what's the name of that damn street middle lothian <laughs> the east side civics on um, Lothian. Yeah, so what you think about that, man? Uh, uh I didn't, I just now hearing about this story till you brought it up because I didn't know uh I didn't know Cola was still uh relevant. You know. Last time I saw it, he was like on some like black power nation of Islam type stuff. I thought he'd been enjoying it up with uh Louis Farrakhan on him by now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean to each his own, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't think what he did was bad for standing up for yeah, uh, like, what he believed in, you know what I'm saying? And you know how the NFL is fucking rigged anyway. And what was the, uh, the issue was uh, him not kneeling down to the, uh, was it to the Pledge of Allegiance or? Yeah, him kneeling during the Pledge of Allegiance, Pledge of Allegiance yeah. yeah he the said They anthem. said he didn't. They said he wouldn't. Wouldn't what? Did they say he didn't or he did? And dude, I don't know where you've been at. You've been under a rock or something, but that's like old as shit. <laughs> he kneeled during the national anthem, and everybody got mad for him kneeling. Oh, I thought it was vice standing. versa. Oh, I thought it was vice versa. Oh my gosh, dude, where I'm you sorry. been at? That's <laughs> under a rock, like you said. <laughs> Man, I man, I don't keep up with TV too much, man. I'm always uh. Oh shit! You ain't, you, know, I mean, you ain't you ain't gotta keep up with TV. I mean, that was just big ass news, man. They was just they was going nuts over that shit, you know, like straight nuts. 
Yeah, now yeah. like you brought even like to my attention. I'm like, that's why I'm like confused. Like I didn't know he was still current. You know? What I mean? Yeah, I mean he he had a Netflix uh, little documentary. I, I still not- haven't watched it. I haven't watched it yet. I heard it was really good. I just been busy. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. But I heard it was really good. He came out with an autobiography where he talked about you know, uh, you know him growing up mixed and you know being adopted by uh, white parents or whatever and. I guess, you know, they was uh, being racist towards other people, but not him. And I mean, if, if he want to speak his truth, let him speak his truth. But people always got an opinion on everything. So you know how that goes. So you ain't never going get to get, get away with, you know, what people, other people go say about the situation. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just, that's the shit that just happens. You know, that's what, you know, Facebook be all fucking stupid, you know? so <laughs> Yeah, it's called liberty for a reason. I mean. We do the same thing on stage. Like, we're going to say what we want. Like, Well, I'm going to say what I want, but everybody laughing at that shit, too. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but the whole thing is, you know, people go say what see what say what they want, especially when you're in the public eye, you know? So, people definitely go say what the fuck they want. I mean, it, I mean, it's part of the business, I guess, you know? So, you know, it, it is what it is. But I don't know. Couchers, what y'all think about that? You know, him... Uh, out in his uh, adoptive parents uh, saying they were uh, uh, perpetuating racism. What do y'all think about that? What's your, what's y'all thoughts on that? Um, I mean, and it's kind of hard. Like, how you go adopt a little black boy and then still be racist? Like, what the fuck is the purpose of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why doing it for the money? Me, I don't. Don't they get paid when you uh, when you adopt kids? Uh, that you do. That's part of the reason. <laughs> That would probably have to be the reason. That you do. And then still be racist. So that, I think it's probably for the money. I mean, but if they wasn't, you know, mistreating them, but, you know, evidently they were still saying little little shit that, uh, you know, to fuck with you, especially as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, if you just do it for the money, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was a a plethora of, uh, White, you know, white kids, they could have adopted, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then uh, Carol said, yes, showboating. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I'm right. so surprised they ain't put him on a leash then. A <laughs> uh, who? So I'm surprised they ain't put him on a leash then. <laughs> a leash then? No, a leash. Oh. You know, on them dog leashes. For who? They ain't do that to Colin. If they racist. I oh, said, I'm surprised. I'm said, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. Oh, put them on a leash. I seen I seen some kids. I seen a white kid on a leash. Um and where was I at? I was in St. Louis walking through the mall. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? And it had a sign that said, Don't feed them. I was like, what? <laughs> I gave him, I, I gave him a whole bunch of sugar. <laughs> he ran off, so I was like, "Fuck y'all!" I tell you, what, uh, niggas are worth more money. Oh shit! Okay, all right, all right, Carol. She tried to break controversy, saying "nigger." Huh. Well, Carol's black, so you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much controversy that's gonna bring. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Every time I see the, the nigger, I'm like, "Oh, controversy." Nah, no, I mean, motherfuckers say it all the time, so you know, but I still get mad when I hear people say like colored, colored, 
Yeah, like some white people still refer to us as that, and I'm like, I hate that word for some reason, dude. Would you rather what? What would you rather hear? What would you rather them say? Would you rather them say that the hard er or colored? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Both words make me want to punch them in their face. Oh, shit. I'm serious, man. You <laughs> said Facebook flagged that comment. You think so, Carol? You, you think you think so? I mean, I think they would flag that damn comment, fool. <laughs> Controversy. <Yeah. laughs> oh shit! Of course, Facebook go flag that comment. You crazy? Facebook flag that comment. Lol. Yeah, Facebook jail. She about to be after it. that comment. <laughs> I see you in about two weeks. I see you in about two weeks. She on IG, so <laughs> I'm sure she'll send me some crazy ass fucking video. I wonder why when they put you, I remember when they put me in jail, they put all my, uh, they put all four, they put all three of my pages in jail. I'm like, what well, all three? <laughs> wow. Uh, I've never been in Facebook jail. I mean, so, you know, I, I mean, I don't really say too much on my shit. So, uh, Carol said, people say it regularly. Yeah. I mean, I said that. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, you know, he's speaking his truth. I don't think some people should be mad for him speaking his truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, you know, if you don't agree or whatever, you, I mean, you really, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to disagree with somebody when you weren't in their in they shoes in that house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, how can you have an opinion about him saying something that happened to him while he was a kid when you weren't there or in the house. It's like, I mean, shit, that's what he said. That's how he felt. He has the right to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she said, no, nah, they gave me options. LOL. That's hilarious. Miss KT <laughs> said, I, ha I have F, uh, F, <laughs> Facebook. Works. Huh? What that, sir? What y'all talking about? Capper, <laughs> Capper Nick's adoptive parents uh perpetuating uh racism so who said what uh you got to look at the comments miss kt <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm not gonna get flagged either i already said it one time so <laughs> i try not to get caught up in that you know it's like we all tie to our own opinion you know yeah yeah and it's always two sides to a story you know what they say is three. It's his truth, their truth, and then there's uh, the, truth. the truth, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, Miss KT was saying, I was saying I've been in Facebook jail. Oh, okay. I was like, that, because that your comment was like, I was like, wait, what? I have F uh, Facebook? I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they put me in Facebook jail one time for saying uh, a comic said I'm about to perform tonight, and I said, kill it. And they put me in Facebook jail for that word. Like, you can't say kill. Are you serious? Dead ass, dude. Oh, well, I always say have fun and do your thing. I don't, I don't think I ever said kill it. So I don't think that's just, like, in my vocabulary, regardless, Facebook or not. Like, I mean, but everybody different because a lot of people do say, hey, go go kill it on there. You know, go, go kill it on stage. I mean, it's oh. that's a common, common, common phrase for comedy. So, so I'm assuming don't say murder it either. Like, <laughs> yeah, you better not say murder it. They definitely putting your ass in Facebook jail for that one. And don't and that definitely don't say go murder the crowd either. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot up the crowd with them jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They be on some bull. I don't know who behind that, but man. Oh, Facebook, shit, man. Facebook used to be really fun, man. Now it ain't even fun no more. It got all these regulations and shit, man. Yeah. It's cool. I'm still on it. I, like I said, I promote. I try to get do some motivational shit, you know, and do it like that. So Yeah, is, I do the same. I, I, I'm still on it. I mean, I ain't like I be on there all day just like scrolling and scrolling like a lot of people. But but uh, I try I try to say happy birthday to people and, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm the same way. Up and all that good shit, so. All right, it is that time. It is that time. My favorite subject, crazy, funny, fucked up news. Yeah. Hey, this week on crazy, funny, fucked up news. Hold on. If you're making reference to someone serious or not, it's offensive to Facebook. You ain't lying. All right, this week in crazy, funny, fucked up news, I got a video. It ain't even a story. Somebody sent me this, so I had to find it, and we're going to talk about it. So this week in crazy, funny, fucked up news. Chelsea Donovan reporting live. Thanks, Chelsea. Rocky Mount police say they're investigating now a fight involving a student and a substitute teacher at Rocky Mount High School. A profanity-laced video has surfaced and shared online multiple times. It shows the pair arguing over a cell phone and then everything turning physical. Take a look. Why does the rules not apply to everybody else? That's my phone. No, you did not keep nobody else's phone. And you finna give me my Don't touch me. That's on my phone. Situation continues to escalate, obviously, to this moment. Both the student and the substitute teacher swinging at each other. Within seconds, the student is on the ground, restrained by the sub, disturbing all the way around. It is important to point out we do not know what happened before the recording started or how that incident ultimately ended. Police identify the substitute teacher as Xavier Steele. Nash County Public School System is telling us that she has worked with them since 2021. The student was only identified as a juvenile. WRL's Destiny Patterson is working to get in touch with the teacher and looking into possible charges. Chelsea Donovan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That teacher had hands, don't she? <laughs> Oh shit! No, the, when the first the first thing I the first thing I thought of is when I seen this video it was sent to me today by our own Coucher Carol. Um, first person I thought of was my sis, Miss KT. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the phone situations going on in the, in, in the school right now, like. My whole thing is, like, okay, um, first off, ain't no kid going to put their hands on me, period. That, that just ain't going to happen. You know, I don't give a fuck who you think you are. Um, like like my sis say, call, call your dad. Call your mom. I'll beat their ass because <laughs> somebody, somebody getting their ass beat. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> But they blacked out the video. I found the, uh, that video. The other video I was sent, I couldn't get it on here, but. It was nothing but ass showing of the teacher. Wow. <laughs> she. So wait, why did it look like she was struggling with the kid at first, though? Like, why was it look like she was struggling with the kid? <laughs> In the video, she just keep yelling, somebody go get a teacher. Somebody go get a teacher. Somebody go get a teacher. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. All that oh, over. Shit. Oh my gosh. Cause like Carol says, shaking my damn head. Miss KT said, if these kids don't have nothing else, they have some, some audacity. Carol said, laughing my ass off. Me too. Angel. What's up, Angel? She say, me too. LOL. Carol go say, KT would be all over it. Yep. And then Miss KT go say, she was struggling. Yes. I thought she was struggling too, trying to be cute with that little skirt on. But then she <laughs> said, fuck it. And her ass was all in the air because she was like, this little kid ain't about to get out on me. <laughs> what? She went old school on her, didn't she? Oh, shit. And she was like, <laughs> playing with her hands for a second. Girl, you better hit her with a fucking two-piece and get it done with. Shit. <laughs> Here goes the kid pulled her hair. I was like, damn, boo. <laughs> it's windmilling. <laughs> oh shit! I thought they was swimming and shit, swimming in the Nile. <laughs> so they were swimming. <laughs> I thought I thought they was drowning for a second. The way she was flailing her damn arms, man. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh shit! And then did the teacher even have drawers on? Why are you going to school with a thong on, girl? Put some old granny panties on. You don't want your ass in the air just in case you got to whip a kid's ass. Like, come on now, <laughs> cover your shit. They put some granny panties on. Oh, put, some, gosh. put some bloopers on, huh? Right. Carol <laughs> said them boys were making videos. Yep, you know they was definitely making videos. Miss KT go say, hey, do you do what you have to do all day? Miss KT say, I tell my students, if I go viral, they getting stomped out. I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, she gonna say granny panties for show all day, man. Carol gonna say laughing my ass off. Y'all never know what's gonna happen. Exactly. That's why you wear clean drawers all the time. But if you're wearing a skirt like that in the class, put on some granny panties, damn it. Don't nobody want to see. Oh, I mean, some people want to see your ass, but I'm just saying. You you you, you was almost getting handled because she was trying to be cute and shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, that shit was hilarious. Oh man, so like I don't even care who was in the wrong. Like that shit was funny as fuck to me because these kids over these damn phones be clowning and it don't make no damn sense. Cause I'm telling you, I will beat a kid's ass. You got me bent. I'm telling you right now. Oh shit. Miss KT say you ain't gonna have me famous for losing after all these years of a good record. <laughs> 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 oh shit that is hilarious Carol said my mom always said make sure your draws on point always because you never know what's going to happen you got to have clean draws on always you don't yeah, want no that's shit an old school rule there draws. yeah man that's an old school rule all day man and and she definitely get person that get beat up for letting her ass show for letting her ass show and almost Looking like she couldn't handle that yet. <laughs> that little girl. You're a grown ass lady. Hey, you almost got Molly Wop by the kid. <laughs> I'm gonna have oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Man, yeah, that's. I admit, I probably would fuck. I'd have had to do something because that's embarrassing if you get beat up by a kid like viral on. And it go viral like that. Like, 
definitely yeah. embarrassing. That happened to uh, Cat Williams. Remember, he got to the fight with that little kid. Yeah, because but yeah, Cat yep, Williams the- short. Cat Williams short as fuck. I met Cat Williams before I started comedy. I was about 15, 16 years ago, and at that time, so my son's twenty five. So my son was probably what eleven at that time. No, 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 fifteen, twenty five. Well, he was like ten. I think that's the math. He was like ten. KT, do the math on that for me. I think ten. Um, so it was like it was like dapping and hugging my son. That motherfucker was so small. So I understand him getting his ass whooped by a fifteen. I mean, he was like a seventeen year old. I thought they said dude was like thirteen or something. Like, I don't remember, but he, I actually, uh, I met a cat. Way. I didn't meet Cat Williams, but when I, I when I first went to Vegas, I went to see uh, Eddie Griffin. He was. He was performing at some hotel, and mm-hmm. Cat Williams walked in. And when he walked in, I was with the lady I was dating at the time. I was kept telling her, like, I think that's Cat Williams, because he, like, walked right past me. And I know it's Cat Williams, because you know how the way he walked. He always walked like he get ready to fight somebody. And she kept, I swear she kept trying to argue, like, I know Cat Williams when I said, that's Cat Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. KT go say the teacher wrong for struggling. And letting that girl get that close and not being ready, right? You ain't walking up on me. Thank you. Thank she, you. Yeah. She needed a, need a ruler. She needed a ruler. She needed a, a paddle or something like that. Was be shit, but make her mad. Carol, Miss KT say Carol <laughs> Riley faxes right. Uh, shit. She said my yeah. mom drilled that into us. Uh, stay ready. You ain't got to be ready. You ain't lying. She say nine to 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was hilarious. So let's, do y'all want to talk about it? Like who was in the wrong? I'm saying the kid was in the wrong. Like you got your phone taken away. You go get it after class. Don't, don't make, don't make a big fuss out of it. Yeah, You, you can't know? be doing that in class. Not at all. And then was, was, was the Everybody teacher. Try. Was the substitute teacher wrong for uh, blocking and defending herself? But uh, she was definitely wrong for struggling. But was she wrong for blocking <laughs> the girl, swinging on her, um, and beating her ass? You know what I'm saying? That you know. So I would say wrong and lost. <laughs> Cat forgot kid like 13 ish and lost. Yeah, he was like 14, 15. I don't remember. Uh, Carol said, "Damn shame," but. Yeah, so like, I mean, who in the wrong? The kid in the wrong, or the teacher in the wrong? Are they both in the wrong? The kid and the teacher pushed the girl. Yeah, yeah, because uh, like you I never face uh, like that. It's a, it's a wrap. My guy, what up, DJ in the building, man? DJ, you missed this video, man. I, oh, I was going in never. on this shit. This shit was hilarious. I never find, uh, I never find self defense wrong at all. No. Not now the teacher, the teacher would have hit her first, and she would have been like out of pocket like a mug. Right. Yeah, because the teacher did not hit her first. Matter of fact, we, y'all got it. We let's watch the video one more time, y'all. This shit's Chelsea hilarious. Donovan reporting live. Thanks, Chelsea. Rocky Mount police say they're investigating now a fight involving a student and a substitute teacher at Rocky Mount High School. A profanity-laced video has surfaced and shared online multiple times. It shows the pair arguing over a cell phone and then everything turning physical. Take a look.
Situation continues to escalate, obviously, to this moment. Both the student and the substitute teacher swinging at each other. Within seconds, the student is on the ground, restrained by the sub, disturbing all the way around. It is important to point out we do not. That was nothing but ass in the air, y'all. Ass in the air was almost like a freak neek video and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a freak neek video, y'all. Her That's ass was all in the air and shit. Like she was shaking her ass for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Carol said, I'm sure she lost her job. KT said, kids will be kids. Teacher is wrong, but it's sad how disrespectful kids get. Damn right. Uh, Carol says she pushed her. DJ say, yikes, I had to show it to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Then Carol gonna say, I can't stand you. Nope, I know you can't. It's cool, but it's funny as hell. She was on Freak Neat. That was that video everybody want to take down and shit. <laughs> I saw some major crack up in there. Oh, man, you got to see the real video, man. It ain't nothing but ass. KT say restrained is <laughs> restrained is funny as fuck. Like we don't <laughs> see her arms swinging. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Oh this man, I'm really enjoying this, huh? Oh my gosh! Oh <laughs> my gosh! We needed we needed to laugh after uh, the serious conversations we had earlier. Oh shit! After the week, Ooh. I've been. Oh man! Oh, here we go! Here we go, DJ! Here we go! Come on! She got, she got a coupon to the unlimited hands buffet. <laughs> Come on, DJ! Let's go. Carol say, "Cracker Jack." DJ over there crying and laughing. KT said, "I will stomp a kid like they did." <laughs> I'm going to stomp the motherfucker like they did on Menace to society. Like, oh, yeah. Where he, 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 say, Kane, Kane. he had to stop him because he was stomping the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I might even go to uh, American History X. Put your mouth on the curb. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh man, that's hilarious. I thought she was like, I thought she was twerking for the camera for a second. She was twerking. Hey, something, was, something was wiggling. It was definitely wiggling, but I'm telling you right now, she definitely getting this. Because that struggle, that struggle was real at first, y'all. That struggle was definitely real. KT <laughs> said, dang, FB, Facebook didn't like my comment and kicked me off the live. <laughs> oh, shit. DJ say violence is not the answer, but it's definitely one of the multiple choices in this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, D'Angelo. Oh, shit. That could be a special oh, creed to live by. Oh, that's hilarious. I like that one. Carol gonna say crack is a hell of a hit. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling me to shit. I'll try my best not to fight a kid, but man, oh no, I don't oh, hit me. Oh my gosh! Oh, that shit's hilarious. Oh man, that was funny. 
I would have to put a choke hold on one of these dudes if they hit me. Hey, I'm gonna hit him with that rear naked choke for real, flat out. You gonna be tapping out, motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere. We almost done. Definitely hit it. He gonna have to tap out. Seriously, KT gonna say, "Wonder if the girl got her phone after all." <laughs> Are you taking a break? I hope she did. Oh shit! She said, "I try to knock a kid out <laughs> deadly. I live ready." Oh my gosh! That's why I could. I I, I thought about being a sub. And I was really, really thinking about it, but they ain't calling me back. I think they did that on purpose because they know <laughs> flat line, huh? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. That's some funny ass shit. Oh man. Oh, oh man. This was a good show, y'all. And that is this week's crazy, funny, fucked up news. Yeah. KT said, dang, they kicked me off again. Facebook is not playing no more. What? <laughs> oh, gosh. Y'all ain't said nothing too crazy. That's funny as hell. Bet you like a Lakeisha today, are they? Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. It is that time we wrapping up the show. It is that time for the close. But before we do the close, John, man, pleasure having you on the show, man. Appreciate you coming to the couch, brother. Uh, likewise, man. I appreciate you having me, man, and everything hey, you've done day. for me so far. Hey, all day, man. You know I'm here for you, brother. You already know what it is, man. I, I, can see, I, see, I see you next month out in the, whatever the civics or wherever the fuck we at. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot again, huh, nigga? He just said, John ain't shit, man. The address, I'll be there. <laughs> I had a flyer done this week. You know me. I just be forgetting. Send me the flyer. I I promote it on the show and shit. I promote it on the show. So yeah, definitely send me the uh send me the flyer. So oh my gosh. KT said uh they keep making me delete my stuff. They corny. Well, it's it's here, it's gonna live forever in the chat. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. John, give out your social medias, man. Let people know how they can find you and where your next gig at, man, so they can come check you out. Uh, they can find me, John Huff, 35 on Instagram. All right. Comedian J Huff on Instagram. And I got four page, four Facebook pages. He got 15 Facebook pages. <laughs> he said 15. <laughs> I got close to that. Close, close, close. <laughs> But they can look me up, John Huff, and then uh, my second page, comedian J Huff, John Huff three. Then I just made another one, uh, just John Huff. Uh, you know, and my next show I'm doing uh, April 29th, Eastside Civics, Youngstown, Ohio, nine o'clock. Uh, Malcolm now is just on here. He's gonna be on the show. Uh, countless other funny comedians in the area. They're gonna be there. And May 13th, I got uh my home, I got you closing out the show back at the East Side Civics. That's the additional show. Yeah, man. So KT go say one for each personality. <laughs> yeah, <my Adam. laughs> <He's a one. laughs> oh man. I am I am a Libra, so oh shit, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. He said one for each personality. I am funny. That is funny. I have definitely multiple personalities. That's funny. 
All right, and y'all can follow me on Facebook under Sean Boyd. If you're not from Ohio, put in Sean Boyd, Ohio. It will be a picture of me and Lil Mama. On Instagram, I'm SB Comedy. TikTok is SB Comedy One. But most importantly, you can follow the page, Just Therapy The Podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, Just Therapy The Podcast. You can also email us at justtherapypod at gmail.com and also on YouTube at Just Therapy The Podcast. I think Instagram is Just Therapy Pod, but you can find it either way. So check us out, like us, all that good shit. Email us, send us your crazy, funny, fucked up news. Send us any kind of news story you want because, you know, I'll read them. We'll get to them. Even if it ain't the following week, you send it to me. I will get to the damn thing guaranteed. Y'all remember that shit when they, that one commercial used to be like guaranteed. oh man but it is your time it is that time for the close something you can ponder on until the next time you see us on YouTube Facebook and live or hear us on Spotify Uh, every Tuesday afternoon we'll be up on Spotify the night before so you know come check us out but either way your close this week something you can ponder on and then john you break this down man you break it down in your terms all right you ready you i'm ready ready? okay (laughs) when life gives you a hundred reasons to cry show life that you have a thousand reasons to smile yeah, your close this week is when life gives you a hundred reasons to cry, show life that you have a hundred thousand reasons to smile. It say thousands, but I, that, right, I'm going to read it one more time. Here we go. I'm going to do it the right way. When life gives you a hundred reasons to cry, show life you have a thousand reasons to smile. Go on and break that down, and we getting up out of here, John. Break it down. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that just uh, you just want like the meaning to that. Or? Break it down however you want, however you see fit, brother. Yeah, just want me to read it one more time, then you go right into the breakdown. Yeah, read it one more time. All right, so, here we go. She gonna say, "Now nah, who's struggling me?" When life gives you a hundred reasons to cry, show life that you have a thousand reasons to smile. Yep. And that's through all your blessings in life. You know, count your count your blessings more than your problems. That's one of the keys to happiness. All right. There we go. There we go. Stay prayed up. Uh, you know, spiritual growth is everything. And God first. And live, love, and laugh. Ain't that how I go? Something like that. Yeah. I think I probably mixed up the words a little bit on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we still got the gist of it. That's what's up. Way to break it down, man. Hey, once again, John, man, for, hey, appreciate you coming to the couch, brother. 
Definitely, it was a pleasure having you on the couch tonight, man. Make sure y'all go check him out, Couchers, wherever he at. If he close, go check him out. Make sure you follow him on all the social medias, man. Once again, hey, thank you so much for being on the couch with me. Comedian John Huff. Thank you again, brother. God bless you. Hey, all day, all day. Hey, Couchers, we will see you next week. God willing, we out of this Bitch. Have a blessed one, y'all. Love y'all. Peace. M I C A H Beats. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist. With your host, comedian Sean Boyd. Antonio Ferguson and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold up, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go.